We are still on the topic of hearing the voice of God. And uh, many times when we talk about hearing the voice of God, we talk about the gifts of the Spirit. And many things are left unspoken about. But we are dealing with in this house, in this ministry here. Oh, by the grace of God, we're dealing with all of the issues that are hard that Jesus Christ spoke about in his word that many Christians don't want to deal with. We are like right up in your face with it. And we are saying, if you name the name of Jesus Christ, then you have to take all of his counsel, period. And we are putting a demand on people that sit in these pews here and that come online and join us in ministry. A heavy demand based on this word here that is written here that promise that no man is going to float into heaven. Hello? And we are, we, let me tell you, we back down from here, no man, nothing at all. We preach this word unapologetically, and man must humble himself before God. And every soul that comes in here is going to hear the word of God like that. And we will never, if God allow us to be in this city of London 10, 20, 30, 40 years, we will preach the word like this. And man like me will humble myself before God. And thank you for what he did for me on that cross. Every and I'm telling you, I will come with this mentality. If we come here seven days per week, we come here in the spirit. We come here in reverence. We come here honoring what Jesus Christ has done for us. Yeah. He deserves is the glory and the honor and the praise. And he's finally, we're, he's looking for a, a, you know, a church that will uphold the standard of his word. And we will never drop it, guys. You know, what God has spoken to us is very clear in scripture. God is actually dealing with the, dealing with the response of people that believe in him. He's dealing with our response. The response of his body. The response of currently um, disciples and believers, which you guys, you guys are probably a little bit tired of hearing me saying this, but we ain't stopped saying it either. It's pathetic. The response. It's many times when we get a job, we get an invitation for uh, an interview and a job, we do way better. We don't argue with them in regards to how we should dress, how we should speak. And conduct ourselves when we go before a guy who's gonna sign a check. Ha! Even though God is the one that is already allowing that guy to sign a check. But we are very casual when we come to church. Hello? Ha! And then, you know, we, even if we get serious, we are sporadically serious. Somehow, we casualize the relationship with Jesus Christ. After two months, three months, and we become friends with Him, you know? We're just walking down with Jesus. The street with Jesus every day. Very casual. No. Are you kidding me? So we are we are we are gonna check ourselves very often. Our response to God. In literally, which area am I talking about or, or, or responding to God? Like the body of Christ in general. Every area. Literally every area we drop the ball in a general sense. Very few ministries. Oh! Very few ministries re represent Jesus Christ like he truly is supposed to represent. Like he's supposed to be honored and reverenced. And, and very few ministries value 
my Father and my King and my God. This book here called, called the Bible. Called the Bible. What a precious book God gave, gave to us. <laughs> and we don't even read it. This book here, the most potent thing that was ever put on paper here. Hello? And yesterday we go to college and read books from, from uh, beginning of school that are high like here to up here and beyond. Pages wider. And we don't we have not read this once. <coughs> Hello. Well, guess what? I came down here by the grace of God. Oh! And said and I said, we're gonna have revival, right? Did you guys not hear me say we're going to have revival? That God told me that we're going to have revival? And he's going to do a massive move here in London? Huh? Yeah. But he's not doing it because of me. And you guys already know that. He's not doing it because of me. No. He's doing it because of this. His promises. The covenant that we have. And he does it if he can find a guy a, or a group of people that will covenant with him. That will honor him, that will find, find out what is written here, and then come into compliance, obedience to this word here. And if he can find men and women on the earth that will do that, he will manifest himself like he did in the book of Acts. Like he did in the book of Acts. And I have a very strong point in regards to my conversation that I'm presenting. A very strong. If I was in a courthouse, my God, I'd win this case easily. When I say, okay? That the body of Christ has done a terrible job. How many churches are here in London? Many, right? And tell me, how many of them do you hear revival going on? Three years I've been here. And I know there are good churches here. Help? But nothing in the similitude of the book of Acts. No, it's not happening. Why? Because of what I just spoke now. Our response to God. Amen? And I guess some of the pastors are not holding their congregations accountable. But me, I am holding you guys accountable. I'm telling you, I will walk through the pews and say, if I have to, I get to that one by one. No kidding. I will walk through the pews and I will like, accuse you before everybody here. Huh! And you can punch me up and in my face on my way around. No kidding. I'll come back the next week and do it again. Yeah. In this church, you are maturing. In this church, you are growing. Huh! You have, we are, every single one of us, me included. Oh! Because, listen guys, why? Why am I talking like this? You already heard it. And for those who have not heard it as yet, people are going, are getting, are going to hell. People are going to hell. And if we do the game, if you don't regard the word of God in a serious way, he will not respond to your prayers. He will not respond. And our families and our friends, hello, they will perish. They will perish. So don't worry about this. Don't get upset about my tone. Be mad because people that you drive by on the street are not saved. And we don't know when they will die. Be mad about that. Be upset about that. Don't be upset about words. This is not worth you being upset about. But I am really um, thinking about people out there that are lost. I'm really thinking about the mandate that Jesus Christ has given us to go into all the world and preach this message and manifest the kingdom of God. Don't just speak words. Manifest the kingdom of God. Manifest the power of God and set the captives free. Let that be your focus and you won't have any problem with this. 
This here is to the online other preachers that come to you. Oh, that did not wake you up. Hello, that did not get you to think. This here is that you might get to think. Hello? Do you see how um, many times people come here and you know we are we need a we're having a heart attack spiritually speaking, so to speak. Weekly we have heart attacks. Hello? And this here is the that is what I have the spiritual defibrillator, guys. And I said it down like that by the grace of God to wake you back and let you understand what, what, where we are, what season we are in, what we're, what we're about. This is not your business out here that is worried about making the next $10 million, $100 million, or the next individual who thinks that money is going to make it. No, if you talk about that, we don't care. Guys, souls, it's a very important business that is being undertaken here. And God has given us a grace in this ministry. Hello? And you guys are recipient of that grace. And I'm a recipient of that grace that he has unleashed you already. You've come here, you've seen the power of God. Oh! You have partaken. You are partaken of what he has released here. And we're going to carry on down the road with that militant mindset. Amen? So, yeah, we're. This is a continuation from Sunday, you know? And I'm telling you something that's about most of the, um, the ministries down here in London. Most of your congregants are uh, possessed. They need deliverance too. They don't deal with the power of God. I hope you know that. They, 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 they deal with a guy come and um, put on suit and speak. You know, and send the people home just like they are. With their issues. And we are not doing that. Because this year, if no power move, I'm done. I'm retiring. I'm quitting this ministry. It didn't work. I ain't faking. No! I hope you guys, I hope you guys really are, um, if God said he's going to anoint you with power, I hope you're contending for the power. I hope you don't plan to come and speak. I hope you really don't come. We don't need another preacher. You know, guys, we don't need preachers. Well, yes, we need preachers, but we need the ones that are anointed. That there must be power component. It doesn't mean that everybody has the same, is in the same ministry. No? Not everybody is in uh, has the same calling and then uh also we might do different in Europe. Some are prophetic, right? Some are pastors, some are evangelists, even though you still have a balance. But we must see the anointing in your life. And must see the oil of God dripping. That's where you can make this environment here. We're continuing from uh, from uh, Sunday. What was the uh, title on Sunday again? Anybody remember? Huh? Ending the cycle of deliverance. This type of mindset that I'm giving you, I'm, I'm speaking of now, and continuity, it ends the cycle of deliverance. What do, who wants to go through that forever? So tonight, if I don't get your attention like this, that if I, did, if I don't speak like this, and, and we really don't get to a certain Mindset before the presence of God, it's senseless to go through deliverance. It's literally senseless. I've been, I've been a part of several deliverance ministries and I've seen what happens. You know? So it's not, the, it's not the, the, you know, the Lord told us deliverance through transformation. You know what I like? When I speak to somebody, I can sit and speak to somebody here and they get delivered. No manifestation. And I go home. Only because they got knowledge, okay, that counteracted the spirit that was inside of it. 
Just by based on that. Sometimes a power will, will flow in an explosive way. But all they need is knowledge. And if they get knowledge and change their mental state, their position of belief and understanding, there will be no nothing for them, no tenacity that can hold on to them. And it's the, the devil that to leave. Now, why is it that we're going through the cycles? Cycles. It's time for it to end. The power of God is here, guys. I'm not asking that. I know. I don't go in. I've never been anywhere where I pick up anything I never wanted to pay for. I know the power of God is here. I know that. I've been, I've been dialoguing with God since morning, since I woke up. And I mean, I mean, another yesterday, regards to the power component. I know the anointing is here. I want to know who wants to partake of the anointing. That's all I want to know. Who wants to be set free and set free for good? That is all I want to know. So that's why we went through all of those things on Sunday. And we're going to give the opportunity today for people literally to go through repentance. Hello? Repentance. Repentance, which is. We don't even know what repentance is again. Too many bad preachers are out there. Some of them need to be fired and they need to send them back to McDonald's to get a job. Let them say, okay, I help you. Because they're not helping people in Guys, we're going to give people an opportunity to go and reason with God. Come, let us reason together, say the Lord. Though your sins are highlighted here, God wants to talk to you today about where you are with Him. And He wants to, He wants you to really not only ask for forgiveness and to repent, but He wants commitment from every individual here. He wants commitment that you're going to fight the good fight of faith. Don't, don't just come and take the power of God and go back. Commit. Amen. I want to touch a couple of scriptures before we pray. And uh, you know, these scriptures here, huh! let me read from go to the book of Colossians. And let's read from Colossians uh, 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ who are in London, Ontario. Hello? Let me compliment you now. Huh? After all of that. Let me, uh, let me give you guys a compliment. Hello? To the saints and faithful brethren in Christ who are in London, Ontario, and those that are online in Toronto, Hamilton, and the other places. Paul is addressing you guys tonight. Verses 3. We give thanks to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praying always for you. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of your love for all the saints. Because of the hope which is laid up for you in heaven. My God. Do you see what we have? The hope that is laid up for us in heaven. Oh, meditate on that scripture for a moment. Of which you heard before in the word 
of the truth of the gospel. The truth of the gospel. Which has come to you as it has come in all the world. And is bringing forth fruit. As it, as it also among you since the day you heard and knew the grace of God in truth. Verse 7. As you also learned from Epaphras, our dear brother servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf, who also declared unto us your love in the Spirit. Let's read from verses 9 now. For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, my Father and my King. Why is he praying? And to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will. The knowledge of his will. The knowledge of the will of God. Paul is saying that we have been praying for you. That you will be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That you may walk worthy of the Lord, my Father and my God. See there? That you may walk worthy of the Lord. What does it mean to walk worthy of the Lord? It's a walk of obedience. Obedience to the word. Fully pleasing Him, my God. Fully pleasing Him. You see, this now takes away your Mondays that you think are yours. And your Tuesdays that you think are yours. After Sunday, when you come to church. And just about hold up the line and the standard of the word of God until Monday morning. And then all of a sudden, the rebel will come back out. And it's not pleasing to God. The part-time Christians. Well, you know, I already went to church and this is my own time now. And you become careless. I see it all the time. Even among folks in the pews. I watch, I watch after we um, gather together. And I observe. And I say, let me see how, how much uh, of God is really in this individual. Or they are just people critical. And I see it all the time. Well, it's an opportunity to change. That you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all might according to His glorious power, for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. You see the type of uh, words that are used in Scripture? My King and my Lord. This is why this book here, when you take it up and begin to read, it's really supposed to grab your attention. It, it summons you every part of your creative being, body, soul, and spirit, like nothing else on the earth can get your attention like this, the words of the Word of God. All of a sudden you're participating, every part of your being, oh! interest is there, focus is there. That's the way it was designed. If, it's, if that's not your response to the Word of God, then tonight ask God for grace, ask Him for revelation. Asking for strength tonight. Verses 30. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by Him all things were created that are in heaven, and that are on the earth. See that? For by him, my Father in heaven, who educated us that man made anything down here?
For by him, everything was created. And we are more impressed many times with the little, you know, iPods, new phones. We get them more attention than God. They're like, the creative thing has our attention and our focus for way longer periods than God who created the components that, that made that. Something is wrong. How are we not impressed with the one that caused the sun to be up there and the moon to be up there and the stars? The one that caused the food to come on the plate because whatever he put in motion when he created everything caused the, the food to continue to grow and grow. And the rain constantly come down. Who are we impressed with, that? with buildings and planes and stupid electronics and spend all of our time Guys, tell me now, do we not need this conversation? Do we not need to have this conversation? <clears throat> we do. We need to have this conversation. We need to reflect. We need to think. Because the devil has blinded our eyes, right? We have been blinded. The scripture said we have been blinded. There is a veil that, is, that the devil has placed over your eyes. Why you would focus on the creator? Think more than the creator. And when we come here, it's an opportunity to see again. It's an opportunity to hear again. We, we're taking advantage of every opportunity that God gives us. And we're fighting the good fight of faith. Amen? He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him are all things were created. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are unheard, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. Oh my God. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things. And in him are all, and in him all things consist. My God. All things. Talking about Jesus Christ, oh Lord. Tell me now, does he, is he not deserving of all of our focus and our attention? He is. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. And we'll read up to uh, verse, from verses 19. Look, for it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell. Listen, the Bible says it pleased the Father. Huh! That Jesus Christ should have this position here. Our Lord. And by him to reconcile all things to himself. By him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. And verse 29, And you who once were alienating and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death, going on the cross, to present you, how, how is it that he's going to present you? Holy and blameless. Oh my God. You see how, error, how much error you're walking in. Holy and blameless. Do you see the standard of the word of God? Holy and blameless. And, and above reproach in his sight. That means no man can accuse you in regards to his word. If indeed you continue. And for all the people that, are, that like to say that once saved, always saved. Let me refer to you as here to a scripture that can help you. Hello? 
Look what it says, verse 23. If indeed you continue in the faith, if you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you heard, which was preached to every creature under him, of which I, Paul, became a minister. See, we have to continue. There has to be consistency in obedience, consistency in faith, consistency in surrender, consistency in taking the sufferings of Christ. How do we accomplish this? Let's go to the book of Galatians. Galatians 5. 16. I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the Spirit. And this is the problem that Christians have. This is the problem we, not, not you, we, including me, that means it's not an accusation because I'm involved. We're not walking in the spirit. We're walking in the flesh. We're looking someone who promote this body here. That the body said, the Bible says, profit nothing. We're trying to promote this. And we can't walk pleasing to God when we're promoting the flesh, when we're living like the world. Christians <coughs> are very professional this day and age. We, listen, even in the pews we do it. Instagramming on the um, phone in the pews. Hello? Trying to see has, who, has the, the la, who took the last flight to some destination. You know, one foot in the, in the world and one in the church. And we're going to heaven. There must be another heaven. God is cleaning up his church right now. He's cleaning up the church. You can walk. You, you, either you're in or you're out. You're either in the spirit or you're in the flesh. I mean, the battles that we're actually fighting, when we come here, we're promoting defeat in our spirit life because of what we do during the week. Because of the things that we look at. We're still hanging out with the same people after we gave our life to Jesus Christ and checking them out on Facebook and checking them out on Instagram and all of those type of things. And they, they say, listen, it's all good to buy a nice um, attire, a nice dress, but we are, we are buying the stuff that we see on Instagram and Facebook. They are choking our soul, and we're not walking in the spirit. We're walking in the flesh. We keep going back. The cycle of deliverance continues once you keep going back. Anything that is in your life that is defeating you, you need to cut it off. I'm telling you that before we go over these anointings so we have another validity. So God wants your commitment. If you can't cut off Instagram, if you have a business on here, fine. Hello? If you have a ministry on there and the Lord give it to you, fine. Be led by the Holy Spirit. The, the, the thing that I'm talking about is don't let it influence you. Guys, don't if, if let your soul suffer for a while and the habit will die. It will die. Or else, deliverance is going to be a cycle. Cut off 
the negative friends. Huh! Tell them that you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, and if they want to come along for the ride with you, fine. They can call you occasionally, but you can't hang out with them anymore. Or else they're going to steal your faith from you. The cycle of deliverance is going to continue like that. Until you make strong and bold and courageous decision to, to allow the work to be led by the Spirit of God and obedience to the Word of God. There's no sharp way. There's no shortcut, guys. And if we're going to have revival, this year has to be spoken about. And in revival, the individuals that cause God to bring revival in their church, in their city, in their country, are individuals that have consecrated themselves to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. My God, it's a lonely walk. It is a lonely walk. Hello? But fellowship with the Spirit of God, what a beautiful thing it is. What a Anybody that still is looking at in, uh, Instagram, come on, come here. You don't need deliverance, you need a slap. Guys, yeah, we need to preach the word of God like this. We have more to offer them than the students that they offer in the world. I need to get your attention in case you're, you're planning not to come back to church until uh, Christmas. Hello? Because some people don't plan to come again for a while. Hello? And guess what? They might not get the opportunity. They might keep the bucket in between. So may I speak something here that will cause you to come back? Hello? Where are we? Uh, Galatians 16. I said, Walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. Are you even aware of this battle that is actually happening on the inside of you during the week? Are we aware? Are we just throw the scripture away? Many times we're not even aware that, we, that the fight that we're having midweek is a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual battle. And the way to deal with it is as the spiritual man that Jesus Christ resurrected. in this ministry or to fight or to battle or to war. Hey, why? Huh? There are souls to be saved, even in our households and our families, guys. Don't worry about my tool. If souls are gonna come in the kingdom, are you uh, will you be happy that I'm speaking like this? Well guess what? Souls are coming in the kingdom. Be happy. When people come here they get saved. They drive from all the town to come here. Because of this guys of what God is doing here. Not me, God. But one thing for one thing we do, all by the grace of God, the only thing we do, we don't chase the word with nothing. We give it raw. And when we give it raw, let me tell you something. When we speak this word, right, that we carry, somehow God turns up and looks mirrors. Sometimes the people come back and tell me. We get called and I'm like, oh, praise God, praise God. Because I don't even know. I don't even know what he does. They call back with the testimonies of freedom. Ha! When we preach the word of truth. So we're going to continue to preach the word of truth. Look, verses 19, guys. Now the work of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentious. And when you go home, go get your arm. Um, the strong sound corners and, and, and look deeper into the meaning of these words. Jealousies, outbursts of wrath, 
Outburst of wrath. Outburst of wrath. Hello. I'm talking to somebody here now. The Bible talks about this thing too. So God's going to help you out tonight. Amen. Selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. Guys, this, these are all things of the flesh. All things of the flesh. And we have so-called, um, that's why God, God is calling so many young people. And we are doing business with them big time. They're, they, I'm telling you, we are doing business with them. God is like cleaning them up fast. And he's going to send fire on them. And some of the, a few of the, the Caleb's, uh, you know, and Joshua's will be around. We have them through the transition. Amen? We're really excited, guys. Look what it says here. Envy, murder, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. See that? That is the word. Saying that we, we practice those things, we can't inherit the kingdom of God. He's coming back for a bride without spot or wrinkle. My father. Verses 22. This is the position of a Christian, guys. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. When you're coming under attack, do you remember these qualities that are in your master? Fruits of the Spirit. Do we remember these midweek when somebody come against us the wrong way? See that? We have to cultivate these qualities by the grace of God, by the grace of God, in when we are in fire. You know? When we are in challenges, it's not convenient for this to be time when someone is annoying you at work. To long suffering. But when we go home by what is long suffering in the life of most Christians by Wednesday? Huh? When we're when we're fighting with people. Huh? What, what about this? Walking in the spirit. If we want to, if we want a revival, it's the only way it's coming down here, guys. I'm gonna remind you, the Lord's gonna remind us of this always. Faithfulness, gentleness. Look at this beautiful one now that I'm, I'm exercising just, um, uh, you know, a, a, a large amount of it right now. It's called self-control. It's my nice side that y'all see. When I, when, I, when I give the mic to some of them, they're going to be here. That's fine. I can take a punch, guys. I'm telling you that. I can take a hit. I like when, I just, I like when people beat up on me a little bit. If it's the word of God, you can go right ahead. Gentleness, self-control against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Oh my God. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. You see all that, what is it? You see all that the things that are putting us on the internet, that are influencing our dress code, influencing everything that we do as Christians, Giving us the desires of our heart. Meanwhile, we're supposed to delight ourselves in God and let Him give us the desires. 
There is a separation that God is doing in this bride now. A separation. We should not desire to look like the world, sound like the world. The early disciples, they understood this. My God. So much of God was inside of them. So much of God. When you read the book of Acts, you go, what hit these people? How is it? How is it that a man would sell his house and his possessions? Don't sell your house. We don't need it. How is it that a man would do that unless he was prepared? How is it that a person would sell their house and bring it and throw it? Not one. What did they see? They saw the whole kingdom of God. What faith they had in London and Perry, guys, right in the city here. Such a people. We're right here, guys. We are right here. We are on the cusp of the same fire that came down from you in the book of Acts. If we can hold these principles, it's a little zigzag the way it's happening here. With all that's happening out in society, only the Holy Spirit knows how to do it. We can't go the straight line road. You know, I'm preaching the lessons as God gave them to me. He said, do this and I do it. It's zigzag. He said, don't worry about that. He said, if you, if you paint this portrait based on your understanding, it will not work. So that's why we don't take another. There are formats that God could have given us, it would, be, it would not apply to this ministry. It wouldn't work, I'm telling you that, period. All of the scientific way of um, discipleship and all that, take it and put it under the bed, guys. I'm telling you, the Lord told me that. We have to do it in the way of the Spirit. Sometimes some lessons will see as if they are ahead of others. God tell me, don't worry about that. I am doing it. Preach what I tell you. Oh! That's why we need a message that says, grow while you are going. Huh! That there is an issue to many, but that there is my life. You would not be here listening to this message today if I didn't, if that was not the message that I moved on. Before I spoke it, I did it. By the grace of God. It's going to look different around here. But if it's the Holy Spirit, it doesn't matter. Walking and let's go to the, the last scripture. Romans 13. And verses uh, 11. And do this, knowing the time, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. It is high time to awake out of sleep. Oh my God. The mercy of God. The mercy of God that He gives us time to awake out of that slumber. My God. Let, let you know, when the God, when the Lord give you a warning, oh thing. Oh! Wake up from your slumber. It's not the time. Guys. We are not in a season to play around in the body of Christ. No. In your relationship with God? No. 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 It's a very serious time now. Knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. 
For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Is it nearer? My God. Is it nearer? Because a short word with the Lord will the Lord make on the earth and he will finish it in righteousness. A short word. A quick word. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast out the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly. See that? Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness and in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ. What can it be for us to put on the Lord Jesus Christ? And make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its loss. Make no provision. When you are constantly on social media, you're making provision for the flesh. When you're watching those movies, Hollywood movies, you're making provision for the flesh. When you're hanging out with the wrong people, you're making provision for the flesh. It's those things that are influencing us. They go through our idea too late. See, that's already been sown. They go through our ear gate, the same thing. Cut them off. And live a life oh! of single-mindedness to Christ. 